0: well good day thanks so much for listening to pastors positive mental health this is pastor and doctor kirk triplett um i guess some people say reverend i don't know how that all works anyway uh my name's kirk happen to have (laughs) a terminal degree in pastor's positive mental health anyway actually my degree is a doctor of education in organizational leadership with an emphasis in higher education my doctoral thesis was on how the actions of church members influence the positive mental health of pastors. And so looking at the church as an organization, and then looking at the dynamics within the leadership of the organization, and how the the actions of those church members, uh, both, both verbal and nonverbal, influence uh, the positive mental health of a pastor. Now what I did was, just just for those who want to know, what I did was a qualitative descriptive study, which basically means I interviewed pastors and what I was looking for was their lived experiences and then took the thematic coding and analysis from there to come up with uh, several things that I like to talk about. Um, and so because of all the work that I have done, not only academically and, and the scholarly work that I've done, I've also have over 25 years of pastoral ministry. And so, um, uh, I, I think that I've experienced some stuff and I hope that what I share is a benefit to others. And so I want to encourage you to, to share this with other people. If you have a pastor, um, share it with your pastor. If uh, you're a pastor, share it with your leadership. Uh, You know, it's one of those things, uh, you know, I wrote this book called Affirmed, Building the Positive Mental Health of Your Pastor. It's a simple little guidebook that creates awareness. It's easy for the layperson to read. And that's really, I wanted the church member to be able to pick it up and go, okay, these are simple, pragmatic things that we can do uh, to... Actually, uh, increase the positive mental health of our pastor to to look at how do we as a church body build one another up in love. There was one group that I know that uh, a small a young not small a ladies group who did it as a Bible study. So there's some there's some questions at the end of each chapter. It's not too difficult of a read, and so um hey, I encourage you uh, get it. Uh, go to Amazon. You can get it on uh, ChristianBook.com, Walmart.com, BooksAmillion.com, barnesandnobles.com, any major book retailer. That's my commercial for the day. Also, anyway, so what I want to talk about today, we are in the season of Christmas. And um, one of the things that I find in the ministry, especially for pastors, and maybe uh, you're not aware of this if you're not a pastor, you need to know that this season is extremely exhausting for pastors. Now, I want to, uh, to caution you because it's not just exhausting for pastors. It's exhausting for everybody. One of the things that when I was involved in a larger church, uh, I found that that Christmas kind of kind of you know ruined the season for me. The ministry ruined Christmas for me. You just didn't get the time to to rest and be with your family, especially when you're bi vocational. I remember uh, years ago I was uh, working as a Starbucks manager, and and I would uh, I would work you know about a, an eight hour shift and then I would go do Christmas Eve service, or I'd go do a midweek service, or I'd go do practice for a children's program, or practice for special music, and and you just found yourself um, just really kind of exhausted and over the whole holiday. And so what I want uh, uh, parishioners to know, church members to know is that pastors Uh, carry the weight. There's another thing that we carry, and that is we're going to see people um, that we haven't seen since Easter, potentially, or maybe the first time, or since last Christmas. And we really have a desire that they would get connected to the church, first of all, hopefully get connected to Jesus, uh, receive the forgiveness of sins, and that they would get plugged into the local church, and that they would grow in their faith. And so we put pressure on ourselves. To, to make sure that, that people hear the message clearly. But what I really wanted to talk about today, long intro to this, was uh, the expectation of pastors being promoters. And I'm not talking about Don King with the hair, because I don't, obviously don't have the hair. But what I'm talking about is the fact that there's, a, there's this expectation that pastors are to be excited and promote Uh, every single event that the church has. Now, I'm one of those who gets excited about church events. I'm one of those who gets excited about people gathering together. I'm one of those who love to do these extra things that hopefully... uh, Cause people to have greater fellowship and encouragement with one another. One of the things we do on Wednesday nights during Advent, then also during Lent is we have dinner before the service together. And so that's always exciting just to get people together, hang out, share a meal together. And and I think it adds to that, that specialty of the season. And so I, I always desire that people, uh, really get together. And so often you'll find pastors on Sunday mornings going through the announcements and saying, Don't forget, we have this for you. We have this coming up for you. We have a women's tea. We have a women's group that meets. We have a men's group that meets. We have all these, we have coffee. We have all these things. And, and we find ourselves almost like salesmen to some degree. And we've always got to get a sales pitch going. And it's exhausting. Let me tell you one way that people can really, really, really build the positive mental health of their pastor is to grab hold of some of these events and they go out and encourage people to go. Hey, do you know that we have men's group on Wednesday night? Uh, you should come. Um, you know, come with me. Let's do this. Or, or aren't you excited about the ladies' tea? If you're, you know, if you're a woman, or if you're a man, say, hey, let's make sure our wives uh, get to the tea and our and our daughters and whatnot. And so I think that there's I mean, that's just fresh in our minds. We just had one a, a couple weeks ago, so that's why it's in my in my brain right now. Is the women's tea? It's beautiful. It was it's wonderful. Uh, lots of decorating. It's just it's just great work and it's special. And so again, one of the things that that we always have to remember is the number one job that a pastor desires is to promote the good news that Jesus Christ loves the world and he died for the world so that we might be forgiven and reconciled to a holy God. That's the desire. So everything that we do goes through that filter. And so pastor, by the way, if that's not your filter, um, you need to really assess what you're doing because the goal of every ministry in the kingdom of God is to get people in touch and in a place where they receive the forgiveness of sins and are saved. Uh, that the great commission is to go and to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And that's and so when somebody gets saved, they're now a disciple. Right, and so now they need to go make other disciples, and so this is the 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 key: is we're equipping people to share and proclaim the gospel, to do the work of the ministry. And so, I I really one of the challenges that I've had since I've been in this current position was I want people to get excited about the kingdom of God, not just the events at the church. Um, We do the events of the church to hopefully build the kingdom of God, but I. Always look for those people to help me, those people who will take a task and go with it. And maybe you don't know. Maybe you think everything's taken care of in the church. Uh, I would encourage you to ask the pastor, ask the leadership, hey, are there things that I could be doing? Uh, What can I help with? And then let's figure that out for you. As a pastor, I have to be honest with you, some of my challenge, and I think a challenge for a lot of pastors is I don't share the work very well and some of it is because I'm I'm arrogant enough to think that I can do some of the work better than other people and so I withhold it because I know that I'll do a good job I have a control issue, right? We have control issues as pastors and so really the way to help with those control issues is to have friendships and relationships within the church with church members where you can be trusted and you know they share this the, the vision and they and they want to know how can we reach people for christ how does this event how does this function help us equip the church and equip church members to feel confident in their faith and to be lifted up and to build one another up in love and so i just want to encourage you that pastors as a promoter is not always the greatest thing we are always we're not the best salesmen a lot of us can do it can do it but it gets exhausting after a while i mean i sometimes i feel like i'm pulling teeth to get people to show up to things. And we live in a culture now, I'm just gonna say it's quite odd to me, that people just forget things. Oh, that was this week? Well, I've been announcing it for a month. It's been in the bulletin for a month. I, I sent emails. Oh, I forgot it was today. I had this other thing that came up. And so we really realize that we are in a distracted society. And I don't want to go too much down that road, because I, I really, that's a, that's a burden on my heart, how distracted we, we are as a church, how disillusioned we are, and how disconnected we are. And so we're fighting against these, these evil forces that don't want people to get together. They don't want people to grow in their faith, because if the enemy can keep, can keep people away from getting uh, together and growing in their faith he can he can render the church um, useless or neuter the church, if you will. And so, I just want to encourage you to get behind the things that the church is doing. Be a promoter as a church member, as a pastor. Find those people who will take things and promote them. Um, and I'm not saying that they get up in front of everybody, but they share it on Facebook. They they email their friends. They tell other people. On Sunday mornings, they're they're encouraging people to attend these things or to show up to these things. And so, I really want to encourage you that. That don't put all the weight on the pastor to, to constantly be energetic and, and, and constantly telling people to, to come to to church or to come to events. Listen, that's the expectation. Everyone's like, oh, of course the pastor, of course the pastor is going to want you to come. I mean, that's his job is to encourage you to come. That's what they, that's what a lot of people think. Um, but I'll tell you this, uh, when, when you realize that it's not just, what the pastor wants but a friend wants you to come another church member wants you to come it speaks volumes uh and so i just want to encourage you uh you know one one just little note i've had a couple people since i've so i've been at this current church about three and a half years and uh we had a lady come to church with with another lady and uh, they i guess they work out together and whatnot and uh and the the one gal who was the visitor, for, well, she's not a visitor anymore, she's a member of the church now, but uh, was telling her at work out that, she, man, she really needs to get back into uh, going to church, that that she has rekindled her, uh, the Holy Spirit rekindled her faith. And and uh, so the gal says from our church, she says, well, just come to my church. And, and she goes, oh, really? I, you, it's okay? She goes, well, my pastor keeps telling us to invite people. And then I had another person that brought a, a member and I said, hey, our a church, well, she's a church member now, and uh, he said well you kept telling us to invite people so all they could do is say no and so again I think that that's what gives us great pleasure is when we see that others are inviting their family others are inviting their friends and so again uh, as a church member if you're listening to this invite people get behind to help promote those things if you're a pastor find people that can help promote those things too again why do we promote these things because we want people to be saved we want the kingdom to be full and and we don't want people to perish. And we want to build the church up together in love. So hey, let's do this together. Again, please subscribe. If this blesses you, please share it with others. If you have questions, please reach out to me. The easiest way is through Facebook, Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute. Or you can email me directly at d r t r i p l e t t p m h at gmail.com That's Dr. Triplett, PMH at gmail.com. And so again, I'd love to hear your questions and comments. If you have uh, anything that you'd like me to cover, anything that that you're like, hey, what about this? Maybe we'll turn it into an episode. Uh, Again, these episodes aren't too long, I don't think. I'm looking for some guests to be on here, some pastors, maybe some church members who have been through transition of pastors and whatnot. Uh, Let's just uh, help the church flourish. God bless.